Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. Well, over here in Surprise, Arizona, spring has come, just like the rest of the United States of America. And that means dust, pollen, lots of wind, and allergies. Fun time. So if I sound congested at any point, please understand, allergies. So this episode, I actually had something on my heart I wanted to go and talk to you guys about. And this is what they have dubbed uh, the Don't Say Gay Bill. You probably heard of it from the Disney's battle with Florida uh, regarding a bill that they have dubbed, that activists have dubbed as Don't Say Gay. I don't want to clear the air quite up about this and plug some Bible things into this. So first and foremost, the whole title behind the Don't Say Gay Bill is all hyperbole. Well, hyperbole just means an over-exaggeration. And it is, but it's also based on the lie. The bill itself never mentions the word gay. It does not say that you, if you're gay in school, you cannot say the words, I'm gay. Nothing will happen to you. So when Disney and these liberal leftists and LGBT, transgender, whatever, people come out and say this, they're clearly lying. And, of course, the media, being how they are, they love to lie. I mean, seriously, they're bad, they're bad if not worse, than politicians. They lie to you all the time. And so the media, which is obviously, we all know it's bought out. We all know that they're against the American people and our conservative values, our biblical values, our Christian values. They're against us, 110%. Um, I mean, it, it, I think that if you have half a brain in your head, you'd probably be able to see that by now. It's so self-evident that really going in depth into it doesn't need to be done. You can see it when you turn on your television. So when we look over at the Florida bill that's the, supposedly about don't say gay, what it says in the bill is you cannot teach sex, sexual orientation, or sexual habits to a child or any child, if you're in school districts, from kindergarten to third grade, I think it even goes to pre preschool, to all the way up to third grade. You cannot teach them. So if you have a child, you cannot be, te- the teachers in the school district cannot teach your child about penises, vagina, sex, how that's done, sexual orientation, transgenderism, nothing of those nature. And Disney, of course, was told by the LGBT community, you need to react, you need to say something, you need to do it. And Disney has basically gone to the forefront of attacking Governor um, uh, the governor of Florida, I'm terrible at pronouncing his name, DeSantis, and basically said, this is not okay. This is far from okay. We are standing up against it. We And, and on top of that, there was a leaked down... Um, conference from the Walt Disney Company where people, these top executives were talking about how that Disney is now creating content that is about a not-so-secret gay agenda, that they're going to be forcing, you know, gay gay people like lesbian or gay making out um, of characters, they're going to make transgender characters, they're going to really shove down your children's throat this LGBT uh, Q, whatever they decide to add on to the end of this thing, movement. And it's really, it's not fair. It's not okay to do. I used to work for the Walt Disney Company. I did custodial, but I was in do- I was really indoctrinated into their culture. And I really have a good idea after nearly seven years of working there, what their culture was all about. Walt wanted to make something that was family friendly, fun for everyone, right? You could turn on the television. Let's say you have a kid, right? And they're on Disney+. Plus. The whole idea of having the Walt Disney Company in entertainment pro- areas was 
you could leave your five-year-old sitting on the couch. Let's say you get up to get a cup of coffee. Your five-year-old's there, and they grab a remote from your TV, and they're on Disney+. Plus. And no matter what they click on, you're not worried about what your kids are watching. Just like if – but, you know, and that was supposed to be how Disney is. That's really what the whole brand was built upon, family-friendly, fun entertainment. Disneyland itself was a place where parents and children could have fun together in a friendly, safe you know, family-friendly, safe environment. That's what it was all about. So when Governor DeSantis wrote this bill saying that you basically can't have perverts, because that's what this is, a bunch of sexual perverted predators teaching your children, touching them, feeling them, showing them about sex, maybe like groping their penises or vaginas or their genital areas and doing this. And it sounds disgusting because it absolutely is. Here's the thing. If you need to have a bill that tells you you can't grope little children or talk about sex and have fun with their genitalia from kindergarten to third grade, if you need a bill to stop you from doing that, you shouldldn't be an educator. You should be at have a you should have a restraining order against you that, and be put on a sexual predator list. You can't be anywhere near a school within fifty miles of a school. You shouldn't be able to be around children teaching them. That's how crazy this is. So when I look at Disney and what they're doing and saying, well, you know, we have to stand against this bill. In essence, you're saying we support sexual predators. And this is what Disney, and if you're Disney and you're listening to this, this is ultimately what you're saying. We support teaching children transgenderism, playing with their genitals, um, talking about penises and vaginas, talking about sex when they're in kindergarten all the way to third grade. We're totally fine doing that, molesting these children and sexually abusing them in that asset. We're perfectly fine with it. In fact, we encourage this activity. We encourage this 110%. It reminds me very much of Sodom and Gomorrah, the story of this, and how, like, when you read in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, where they're talking about how men exchange natural relations with other men and, and were in less, in, inflamed with lust for each other, and women had the same thing. And they were talking about how perverted things became. Um, you know, child pornography, sex trafficking, all these different things were taking place. And then Sodom and Gomorrah was known for its sexual sin of this kind of nature included. And here's Disney and these leftists who are saying that we want your children to be indoctrinated. So we have these conservative people like me and conservative, even just common sense thinkers, even who are not conservative are going, this is not okay. You don't need to teach my children about sex. In fact, the Bible teaches us in general that parents need to be the educators about sex. That's right. The fun three-lidded word. We find this, and I'm just going to read the ver- uh, the chapters to you guys, the, the bi- biblical verse. Um, I'm going to cite verses to you guys to go take a look at. It's found over in Genesis chapter 1, verse 24 through 27. It's found in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 through 31. Psalms uh, 139. Uh, verse 13 through 18 in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 through 25 Exodus chapter 20 verse 14 2nd Samuel chapter 13 verse 1 through 14 and 1st Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 through 20 these are just some verses right off the top here that that are biblical teachings about sex but I think the most important thing is as Christians is sex is a creation of God 
He created man and woman. That's right, two genders. And in Genesis, he repeats himself twice about this. Now, if you ever study anything about Hebrew and English and our American culture, there are two different ways of talking. Most of the time here in America, or just in general, I can only speak about American culture where I'm at. Whenever we want to drive a point to somebody else, we usually raise our voice and get aggressive, such as, go do your homework, right? We'll get really aggressive like that. We're trying to push a point. You'll hear it all the time. People will get, they'll talk normally, then they'll get louder, then they'll start yelling at you like that, right? To drive the point to you. That's how we used to do it. That's how we do it nowadays. The Hebrew culture was repeating yourself continuously. If you repeat yourself multiple times on something, it meant that you're trying to drive the point through. In Genesis, we come across this where it says that a man, that God created man and woman in his image. In his image, he created them, man and woman. He is repeating himself because he's driving this point saying, we, we, there's only two genders. There's man and woman. We are created in the image of God. That is what we are. We are created in that image. In that image, we are created. Sex is a creation of God, that we procreate, that we go out and multiply. That's what we do. That's what sex is intended. It is pleasurable, of course, because it's a gift from God. It should be used as a gift. But what we should be doing as Christians, as parents, is teaching our next generation, our children, this concept. And not pushing, because it, pushing this LGBT thing. I've noticed a lot of people, a lot of children and teenagers who are talking about how they're facing depression or confused. They don't know what they're thinking. Suicide's on a big run right now because they're confused. They don't know what to think, what to believe in, what whatnot. And now all they're getting from social media, what they're getting from politics, if they even follow, or they're just their friends is transgenderism is cool. Mutilating your genitalia, amputating off your breasts, cutting off your penis is is a wonderful thing. Making an artificial penis on you or uh, or making an artificial uh, vagina on you is the way to go. It's the cool hip thing. And less people are involved in teaching godly principles to to help our this generation to get out of this confusion. We need to go back into our Bibles and parents need to be able to go back and say, hey, we're going to teach about sex. We're going to teach about godly values. We're going to have these things. It shows that our public education system is severely broken in the way it's ethical teachings when it comes down to sex. If they're having, if we have to pass laws to stop teachers from teaching sexual orientation and sex, genitalia, molestation from kindergarten to third grade, we have a major problem on our hands. And parents, you guys need to all stand up and, and and as a church, as a community, we need to get together and teach and raise these children in godly ways. We don't need to have, we don't even need a public education system. You know, the public education system didn't fully exist and people were still incredibly intelligent people. We so what we need to do is teach godly principles about sex, sexual orientation to our, to our students, to our kids about this and church being more involved. So when I... When I see Disney, I love Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. And I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, these people are horrible. I love Disneyland. I went to Disney World with my wife last summer. I enjoyed it. I went to Animal Planet. I thought it was great. I got to see all really cool animals. And, and I really enjoyed it. I thought Avatar was fantastic. I miss Disneyland. I consider it still one of my places that I call home. I miss that place. I do. I, I worked fantastic for, 
for a long time out there. That's on the rivers of America if you're ever curious about that. I had a great crew out there. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time there. I had fun. You know, I met my wife there. I have a lot of great memories. I don't have ill intention towards the Walt Disney Company in that sense. But I do have a I do have strong opinions and, and warnings to them of not doing this. And to remind Disney of their roots of going, you that the roots of the Walt Disney Company is to make fam- not to be a political activist company. That's not the job. The Walt Disney Company, if you're listening to this, your job is not to be a political activist company pushing sex and sexual orientation on children. Your job, again, and I, and, I, and I say this again, and I mean this with as much love as I possibly can, but with as much firmness as possible too. You guys are there to create magical moments. You guys are there to create family-friendly environments and to entertain guests. That is your pr- purpose. That is the entire existence of why Walt Disney created, created this company created that company you work for. That is it. Not to push sex, sexual orientation, and to stand up as a political activist company, especially for such a horrible thing that you're actually standing for. So, again, Disney, get back in what Walt's idea was. Church, we need to be far more active in the lives of our community to be more in an area of talking about sex, sexual orientation, and really apologetics about how we were to go about educating, because apologetics is about teaching, teaching parents, teaching students, teaching kids at appropriate ages of where God says it's okay for us to teach our students, our children, whatnot. And parents, you got to pick up the gauntlet here. You need to start teaching your children, not just trusting in the education. I get that your life is horribly busy, but you have been given this you, you've given this responsibility of educating your child. You, we need to step up to the plate and really start pushing. Say, start taking them to church more often. Be more involved in their lives. Really get involved. So that's what I got for you guys today. And as we see more teaching of biblical practice and getting more involved in community and more bringing Jesus into the frame, I can also see how our kids, our students, that suicidal tendencies, depression, confusion, all these things will start melting away. But it has to start where the parents begin. Create a household, a godly household. Be willing to have those conversations. Don't make it awkward. Be willing to have those conversations at your discretion. And then build into the community, into the church that builds into a larger local community. And it can transform everything. So, let's keep going on the godly principle here. So, until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.